Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. So today we have got a Paz and Hundo episode, and I let Orly pick um, the topic because I felt like, hey, it's about time. So anyway, that's the plan, or that is our plan. And uh, spoiler alert, he chose hydration, which is really important, especially in the summertime. So uh, without further ado, let's uh, have a listen to our conversation. All right. Hey, here I am with Hundo, and it's that time of the month. (laughs) Ah, Hundo in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that just sort of came into my head. (laughs) Uh, Well, there you go. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyway, uh, yeah. So it's it's hot as hell here in Texas, and um, I I I let him choose our topic this time because. I know. So we're going to talk about something very important to all of us. Um, and again, you know, he and I sweat a lot. So uh, we're going to talk about hydration. So uh, Orly, what are your, uh, what, what's been your, oh, shoot. What was that? Uh, oh, that was I, that cat dropping something, of course. I have a can of this like spray foam stuff that you can use to like, you know, seal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it at Home Depot, and it, he just knocked it. Well, there you go. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I, I know both of us have had an interesting journey in terms of, you know, figuring out figuring out hydration. I mean, especially I think in these summer months, it's challenging. I mean, after that, I'm still figuring it out. It's it's still an evolving process. But so, tell me a little bit about your journey uh, with with hydration. So hydration you know we've talked about this probably every single time we do a podcast but <laughs> donna and i are what i call super sweaters uh we could be a mile into a run and it looks like we jumped in the canal and came right back out right sure. like i have squishy shoes if i stop any length of time the sweat just pours into my shoes and i'm squishing away by like mile four five yeah so it's difficult to do a long run if you sweat excessively like we do like i do <laughs> which it's, is why i haven't done a lot of long runs lately yeah so there's like a there's like a little innate kind of fear in the back of my head like don't don't push smileys because like you don't have enough water on you or you don't have enough electrolyte on you because then what happens is oh yeah you'll finish the run great but then when you want to take a nap in the afternoon then you start getting charlie horses all over and it's no yeah. fun so yeah so the hydration thing is critical i think you know once you get start getting past five miles in the summertime Mm -hmm. and then you know san antonio corpus down south you have amazing amazing humidity right so in the summer on the average it's probably like 88 to 92 percent humidity in the mornings yeah, and so that's bad. Plus, the humidity isn't just the only thing that affects you. It's, of course, the dew point temperature. So oh, if it's, point. yeah, if it's 80 degrees in the morning in South Texas, deep South Texas, and the humidity is at 92%. So I mean, the dew point is like 76, 77. Which is just unbearable. And yeah. that that's unbearable for anybody. And if you're a super sweater, it's even worse. Because yeah. like half a mile, you're already drenched your shirt already. Like you haven't even started. 
So hydration, water, getting water in your system. Uh, and I've learned to have water in my system before I run. Yes, hydrate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And during the run, if whenever you can, depending on the length of your run and where you're running, do you have a loop or something where you can like get back to a water fountain or your vehicle and drink water in between? Yeah. Uh, and then afterwards. Yes. Because because you think you stopped running and you're good, but no, your body's still thirsty. So. Mm -hmm. So then, okay, so great, the water's in the system. But then if you drink too much water, you go on the opposite extreme. So you need that electrolyte in your body. So yeah. how do you as a runner out there in podcast world deal with your electrolyte intake? Do you do a pill, a capsule? Do you mix it in your water, right? Uh, how do you deal with it? Because you can do like, the simple thing, which would be like Gatorade or Powerade, but then you got all that sugar in there too. So then you, you know, if you're kind of sensitive to having that much sweet stuff in your stomach when you're running, that could be a bad thing. So there's obviously in the, in the running community, a lot of products you can get. Look at like, you, you got a list. I got a list like Scratch, Martins, Huma, Guru Rockstar, Tailwind, Gatorade, Powerade. There's a new one, Ultima. Hammerheed, Pedialyte, well, and my my uh, nemesis Noon, and you you and I'm not a great fan of those. Some people are, and they work for people. So again, uh, what works for you, right? What and do you want it mixed in your water, or do you want to have like I do, nice cold clean water, and then maybe take like a salt stick tablet or a capsule. Or, and of course, Hammer has their EnduroLite. Goo Rockstar has them. So there's several companies out there and it's all, how how does it work for you, right? Mm -hmm. And how many pills do you need? I need like 20 for a five mile run. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I think as David, I used to say, you know, I mean, I'm sure he still says this, but I remember this sticks in my head. He used to say, you know, we are all an experiment of one, you know, and I think that's really, really true because, you know, what works for you and me may not work for everybody else or what works for you doesn't work for me, you know, so right. it's just like you have to keep it. You know? So don't get, don't get real discouraged, I guess, if, if you find that you're, you know, uh, you know, things aren't going so well. I mean, I can rem <laughs> I remember years ago, I was doing a run with Jeff Rhodes and Chris Rodriguez, I think that's his last name. And I was supposed to do a 16 and Jeff hadn't really done that many miles yet. And anyway, we were running in Edinburgh along the canals and whatnot. And for a while, we're all like, yay, let's do 20 today. Woo, you know. <laughs> and we get back to where Jeff lived. <laughs> and and I'm just like Chris is like ready to go you know of course he's a little younger and, and whatnot and I'm just oh god I guess yeah. he's here in the picture Hazel's uh, he hears my voice and he's ready to cause trouble I know he is oh you little jerk stay away <laughs> he just threw up a couple of times too by the way I just thought you'd like to know that nice yeah I know out in the kitchen so can't wait to deal with that anyway uh <laughs> but I was like dude I think I'm done at 16 today and I mean, I had to go because Jeff lived in this complex at the time that had like this, you know, fancy um, 
uh, what do you call it? Like a, ugh, what do you call it? Like a, like a lounge or something like that, you know, for, for people who live there or whatever. What is it called? Anyway, it doesn't matter, but they had restrooms in there. And so I can just remember going in there and just like throwing up mm. ridiculous amounts because I was dehydrated or something. And yeah, and then I came home and was sick for a while. And yeah, so bleh. of course, it's all you and your mileage, right? Like um, yeah. if you're normally a three mile runner, no big deal. You don't really need to hydrate all that much or whatever, just mm. normal. But it's, I think it's once you start getting into those 10 plus miles, oh, yeah. then you're like, you can't avoid it. You have to deal with it because otherwise your health's going to be kind of, yeah. kind of weird. Like you said, you know, you get dehydrated and you don't know it. Then you start throwing up or getting queasy, things like that start. Or <laughs> you could be, <laughs> you could be in the middle of your first hundred miler and start feeling your kidneys kind of oh, aching <laughs> and peeing every five minutes. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to get any kind of, kind of uh infections because you don't have enough water pushing out bacteria out of your system right uh also if if you if you're in an ultra and you know you pee and it's like tea colored (laughs) you're you're uh in bad shape you're way behind you need to try something called azo or something i don't know i think that's what we gave you i mean i'm not really even sure that was particularly helpful although i do think it kind of controlled some of the yeah excessive pain so yeah. it all depends on you and how, how you deal with that but yeah for you're, sure you're a peer i'm a puker so there you go <laughs> if you're doing a long run you'll learn over time a drink beforehand get that water in your system before you start and keep it going yeah um you know on that dnf with the, my first rocky hundred you know my kidneys were in bad shape i didn't have enough water in my system you think you're drinking enough water but you're really not so February. i mean you know what do you you know it's, yeah exactly but i mean we went through all four seasons that that day yeah that 24 hours or whatever it was so yeah. with all that experience right and learning what not to do herman and i uh from valley running company mm-hmm. devised a good sound plan which was like double the water I thought I should be drinking. Really? So it was it was kind of hard to force all that water and electrolyte in my system early in the race, but it paid off. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. I I mean, I can remember years ago when I was, you know, living in, you know, the valley and <laughs> stashing frozen Gatorade bottles along Second Street. Yeah. <laughs> because you do what you gotta do. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and I used to just use Gatorade, and then God, there was a time. Remember that horrible crap, uh, Perpetuum. Oof. Oh man. Well, that was like, uh, that messed with my stomach. Oof. That's a heat product, so I mean, yeah. some people I like really it. Like, I don't really like Hammer that much. No offense, to people, but I'm just not very. Yeah, again, it's all your your personal preference, right? Your personal taste. Yeah, unless well, like noon, you know. I'm just like I know some people love noon, and I'm like. Yeah, if it's ice cold, then I might be able to deal with it. But... Yeah, and you know, in the long run, ten plus miler in the summer, and if you're carrying that water on you, like in a in a hydration pack or in bottles or something like that, it's going to be warm. Yeah. So how does that stuff you're putting in the water taste when it's warm? Like crap. Uh, most of the time, not too good. So uh, again. I, I used to go with like tailwind mixed in, but I think that only works for me in the colder months. Okay. 
when it can stay cold or cool. In the summer months, I have to go back to because I like the taste of that clean water, mm-hmm. and then a, a cap, a capsule, a salt stick capsule. Yeah, that works for me. I think better in the summer months. Yeah. Well, I've just started using this stuff. I think we talked about this uh, liquid IV. I found this at Walgreens. Ah, yeah, one of my friends okay. talking about it, and I kind of like it. Um, I was I was using it at my my failed 30Ks because I just, you know, my brain was broken, um, you know, last couple of races. Um, but it's nice. It, it's got like 45 calories, but it's just got like cane sugar in it. You'd like this. Um, but it's got like a, a zippy taste to it. So it's it's not um, like that flat stuff like noon, you know? Right. Maybe I haven't tried noon in a while. Maybe it's improved. Well, noon is the sodium bicarbonate, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I like scratch. Tablet. Yeah, scratch is real I, good. Yeah, I mean, it just sort of depends. Uh, scratch is spelled with a S K R, just in case you're taking notes here. Um, yeah, I really love Tailwind. Um, I love Tailwind in the summer. I particularly like the naked version of it, which sounds kinky, but it's not. It's just unflavored. But unflavored. Yeah, but, but Tailwind. You, Tailwind also has calories in it, right? So yeah. it's also nutrition mixed in with yeah, your electrolyte. Yeah, scratch I, not so much no just kind of low calorie but yeah for for people like me who really struggle with trying to eat when it's really hot i, right. I enjoy that works yeah the the tailwind um yeah i like tailwind when it's cold when mm-hmm. it's cold it tastes real good yeah and when it's already warm and in your pack or something and you've been out there it's kind of for me for me right it's got it's not yeah. too good well and I think the other thing too, just a little couple of tips here. Um, I, I know we're kind of going all over the place and that's kind of how I am. Um, but I think one, one thing I learned years ago, um, I think Kathy might've been with me on that particular run. Um, don't freeze your um, hydration bladder with the hose <laughs> the night before. Freezing, freezing beforehand is a great idea because you know, it works with your body temperature and kind of melts gently and kind of also keeps your back cool, uh, which is really nice. But the problem is, is I, I couldn't get anything to come through the, the tube because it was, it was frozen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a I'm like dying. I'm like, Oh God, this sucks. And so the same can be said, uh, depending on the kind of bottles you use, I've, I've just switched over to a Nathan vest, um, you know, that has those goofy straw things you know right the long straws yeah mm-hmm. which I, you know i'm kind of adapted to that but you can't really freeze that the night before um again just because you know the the tubing is going to get you know uh, kind of mucked up or whatever so anyway mm. just kind of keep that in mind um also the other thing i think with hydration and again if you want to add more go ahead but i'm just doing this as i as i am thinking about it um and there's some people really don't like to have something in their hands so if you're doing even i mean to be honest like even a four miler sometimes i will take a handheld with me um because i also found one at valley running uh before mesquite hire uh for forty dollars <laughs> mm. but it holds my uh, phone and so that's i love that you know it's like a mm. handheld that keeps your phone wow that way i don't have to carry a spy belt you know that little fanny right. pack you know well i'm actually using uh a nathan uh spy belt okay but a nathan uh belt thingy 
Yeah, so that's what I'm using right now. Uh, mainly for one, for the wipes. Oh yeah. When you're out there in nature and nature calls. Yeah, I oh, always yeah. have wipes yesterday. with me just in case, or you feel great, and then all of a sudden three miles in, whoa! That was me yesterday. Cold oh red. Woo! Yeah, I had to go home. I was like, no. <laughs> and I have also I, it has a little kind of an extra pot to have a mask and some cash in there just in case so then do you carry a handheld with that then or what are you doing so we've been only running like four and five miles so there's no real need uh we've been running in the evenings versus morning so the evenings are less humid right uh and it's cooling down as you get into your mileage yeah and getting dark so as opposed to getting warmer so we're doing four to five miles. So there's no real need for us to carry water with us uh, on these distances. Now, once we start getting to like today, we'll probably do six, seven or eight miles. Mm -hmm. And we will probably, our route is around town. So we'll probably carry some cash and just zip into a convenience store and get a bottle of water and oh, share yeah. it and then, and then keep going. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. That's always if we were out in the, park or somewhere where, where there's no store we would take a bottle handheld mm -hmm. for that mileage yeah i think there's you know and there's also you know i've kind of remember when i first started you know trail running i was not even holding my handheld properly i would like hold it like i don't even remember i was like holding it by the strap on the outside i don't know i just yeah like how do you hold it <laughs> people were making fun of me and i'm like well i didn't know you leave me alone you know but Anyway, um, yeah, so if you don't like something in your hand, they, I mean, I know, um, God, who is it, Ultimate Direction, they make that uh, that Jenny, they used to make the Jenny handheld, you know, thing that's like a collapsible bottle that, you know, kind of. Uh, yeah, it shrinks as you drink. Right, exactly. And, and so that's that's also kind of handy for people that don't, you know, enjoy having you know, this big plastic thing in your hand. I have to admit that this new Nathan that I've got I mean, I want to say it holds like 20 ounces of water. So it gets a little, especially with your phone in it, it gets a little heavy. So it's it gets heavy. A little bit of like a bicep workout. Woo -woo. <laughs> yeah, well, I think once you're reaching the point where it's too much for you to carry, then you got to go to a hydration vest. Yeah. And, and, uh, and that way your hands are free and you just have, have the, uh, now, of course, with the hydration vest, you have a couple of options depending on the brand and what it's got. You can have a, a large bladder with a big tube. Mm -hmm. So the bladder will be in the back and you can hold, depending on the pack, you know, a liter, two liters, three liters, five liters, Ugh. or there's the ones that you can use bottles and put them in the front pockets. Yeah. Or both. Yeah. Or both. Or what I like to do sometimes is if I'm going on a semi long run, let's say like a 10, 11 miler, I don't want, I don't want to fill that bladder up because it's going to be hot. Yeah. Right? That, that water will get hot. Yeah. I'll actually take, a camelback insulated bottle mm. like a bike bottle right put some ice in my liquid and then just put that in the back in the, oh, yeah. in the hydration yeah. pack so it's not that much liquid but it'll be cold right and so when you need it you can whip when it i need back. it i drink it and it's cold and it's refreshing and i keep going that was that was actually my strategy last saturday um when i thought i was doing the 30k at uh, colorado bend because i had a a small uh, ultimate direction bottle with my two Nathan bottles in front. And I thought, okay, when I get to that one section where, you know, my water usually runs out, I could whip in the back and pull out that other bottle and, you know, still have that as like a backup. And right. 
So yeah, and I think it does help to freeze those if you can, because um, sometimes also one other thing, just the logistical thing, as somebody who's worked a lot of aid stations, um, Solomon makes some really nice vests, but my God, I hate their bottles. Um, you cannot get <laughs> ice of any sort. I mean, it may have to be crushed. Oh yeah. You that cannot little, get those through those little, you know. That built bottle opening where the, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's like too the small. Needle, like the, you know, needle of the camel, camel in the needle's eye or something. Right, yeah. <laughs> it, you can't get normal size ice cubes in that, in that narrow I mean, opening, unless it's right? fresh, you're not going to get it in there. So, right. I mean, so you got to get either crush the ice if you can or get a bottle that has a larger mouth on it you're like doing Nathan. Right. Yeah, yeah they're not going to have crushed ice so yeah, ultimate but. direction also has uh bottles that have a, a larger mouth so you can yes. stuff yeah and and i can also vouch nice. for the nathan one yeah that those are pretty good too so um yes because <laughs> also uh hydration wise and you're a big sweater like i can't take my phone with me oh yeah because even my hydration pack will be full of sweat and I don't want to damage my phone. So uh, unless I'm in a hundred miler where I'm going to actually put my phone in a Ziploc bag or something like that, I normally don't run with my phone. I have a little inside pocket on my vest, um, on my, my new Nathan one. And um, here, well, is it, is it like a, a line, a little pocket or something yeah, like here. a waterproof? I can show it to you real quick. Sitting back here. Hey, <laughs> this was not what I was planning, but um, yeah, this is the uh, vapor howl, by the way. No, no one can see this, but I'm holding it up. Um, so yeah, on the um, I'm behind one of shoot, behind one of the bottle pockets. Tag on it. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, there's a zipped compartment there and if you even wanted to stick it like in a plastic bag you could do that um yeah i like to listen to podcasts and music sometimes when i'm on you know, you know anything well, i use a for my music i use like a little it's right here i think it's an iphone 4 oh yeah nice and i just i use that i used to have a shuffle ipod huh. shuffle and i just sweated right through it and burnt it out to come back with an yeah. replay player <laughs> I know. I just bought. You know, I just succumbed to want uh, to getting a, an Apple Watch again. I I tried it a few years ago, and I was like, I can't do this. But after being on vacation with my sister and brother-in-law, they they were like an ad for it. I'm like, wow, that's great. I love that you can get your. Uh, I can't run with that though. I'll I'll just kill it. I'll kill that. Oh yes, yeah. I haven't I haven't really tried. And so yeah, I it is may, it like waterproof or something? Yeah, you, it does have a waterproofing thing, and actually, it'll like there's a button, and it'll like squeeze the water out. I haven't tried that yet. But, what? On the Apple Watch? On an Apple Watch, yeah. This is the SE. I just got it. and huh. uh, But is it not, Orly proof? Well, I don't know. I, probably not. not <laughs> I don't want to find yeah. out either. I'll let you know. I'll let you know <laughs> this week. But uh, yeah. And then, and then, of course, the other option I'm seeing Hazel sitting there in the background. Um, Goober. Um, hi. Anyway, um, the other thing, and I know neither you nor I use these but i know like louisa and some other people use them are the hydration belts you know where you can have oh with the bottles bottles on. i have never yeah. i've never tried one. Oh, well, I, I lie when i very uh, first started trail running at the very beginning i had a nike one with the little white little awful. nike bottles of four bottles and they just fall out all over the place bomb, bomb. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah i had a what was it? it was an ultimate direction what's the other one uh it starts with a u uh, i know that i know that orange mud has a couple of good 
uh, waste bottle packs and all oh, the back. Yeah, well, there's one like a vest out, but they also have some belts, and I hear those are pretty good. Really? Okay. Yeah. I've never I, I'm not gonna try it. I'm I'm used to a vest already. That's yeah, same enough for me. Yeah, and I mean, if you find something that's light enough, and like I say, I, I really like this this new Nathan one because. You know, I love the uh, Ultimate Direction Jenny for a long time, um, but the last iteration of it, you could not adjust the um, the, the, the straps, you know. Or right, like, up or down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like, or the, you had to use like these toggle things and oh, it was awful. It's like, no, I just want to slide it up and down, you dummies, you know, and. The, uh, I had an Ultimate Direction for a long time and it worked well for me, but I think after like, four and a half five years of using it yeah like it warped right like it, it warped and the piping on the edges of it just it it warped towards the inside towards your back my back so i would like scrape my shirt mm -hmm. and it just became like you know like shoes after they're wet so many times they just get hard and like crusty like you just yeah. can't soften them up anymore so, so i just I, went with, I got a nathan we have okay. nathans now and they're they're fine those. yeah i mean for a while when they first started out i was kind of like wow these guys you know, they don't really know what they're doing but it's like they've they've really kind of upped their game it's like i think how solomon was a few years ago this is just my opinion but um i i love the solomon you know line and all that sort of thing but it, it just they're i can't i can't get behind their water bottle you know i'm a husky runner <laughs> so the 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 uh <laughs> the you're, body you're glove <laughs> The body glove fit of the Solomon was not going to work for me. <laughs> it's just too snug. So, yeah. uh, you know, I like the well, option like of loosening turtle. it. Yeah, I felt like people look like turtles, and um, yeah. which is stupid. But, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, I mean, again, I, there's just so many options out there. But, I mean, I, I really love using a handheld, and I love um, my vest. Although, I have to say, wearing a vest when you're running on pavement really sucks yeah it's super heavy and you're just i mean like when you're on the trail it's like you're already slower um you know and when you're on pave i mean god knows i am not breaking land speed records these days but you know when you're out there on um you know this paved trail it's like oh my god it feels like i'm carrying yeah and you know somebody else with me <laughs> we didn't really mention that in the beginning but obviously pacing right if you're if you're trying to run fast you're not going to wear a a hydration vest well right? i mean go unless you're it. doing an ultra maybe yeah but for the most part no you're not fast so. <laughs> yeah you're, you're doing like you know my running group south texas run strong coach mendoza who is also one of your guests on your podcast yeah those guys will do and i learned a lot from them uh you know not not wearing a vest they'll do 10 oh, they miles 12 miles 15 and they don't drink any water at all no, those guys crazy. are beasts but they're super fast, so they yeah. don't matter as much. Yeah, so they don't carry anything. <laughs> now they'll drink water afterwards and before. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah no. during the run they don't. They just they're going for speed. So right, yeah. But those guys are tough. Yeah, know, guys I mean, and gals. I we're say. tough in our own way, but I think yeah, it, it's just different because it's sort of like yeah. I mean, when you're, I mean, and when I think about myself doing like Colorado Bend last weekend, you know, I was like, okay, do I really want to be out there all night? And then, you know, go volunteer afterward. It was like, not really. Big no. Mm -mm. No, no. And then, then, and then of course, Brad, God love him. He, he was like, you know, I think you just need to run the race that you signed up for. And then if you feel like, you know, helping out afterward, that's great, but don't worry about it. And I'm like, that's such a, a nice race director thing to say, but 
I did help with cords tear down last week too, by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah, I did carry a handheld during that time. Anyway, sorry, that was a little off topic, but yeah, um, uh-oh, someone looks like they're about to make a jump into my lap. Um, <sighs> that means we're getting close to running out of time. Is getting probably yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. it's gonna start interfering with things. I'm gonna clean up cat puke on aisle five. Um, <laughs> other any other um, tips or strategies? I think we covered a lot of it. I mean, I think. Yeah, you know, again, if it's really hot, try to jam ice in there or freeze your bottle. Um, yeah, if you're, you're going to be, like yeah, especially if you're going to be some place like trails or or a long route where you don't have access to cold uh, liquids in your right. in your route, Liquid. right? <laughs> you're gonna need ice in there. Uh, sometimes we choose a short route on trail, but we'll circle back to our vehicle with an ice chest and have some cold yeah, liquids, right, and then go back out. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of depends on, on you and what your route is, how far you're going, what's your tolerance for, you know, cold water versus just whatever water is good for you or, yeah. you know. I know the water at the, the fountains and you know, so many variables, you know, in, in yeah. hydration, but. I know. Well, and I, I have to say like the, even if I let it run for a few minutes, like the water at the fountains in San Antonio are just warm. It's just gross, but unlike fireman's park in mcallen that had the coldest water in town um, yeah those those water fountains out there are nice and cold oh my god i love that so much oh it's, it's like i got really spoiled by that but oh great now my neighbor is doing yard work <laughs> nice <laughs> um i'm trying to think of what else um if there's other things well, i mean for hydration is pretty i mean it's pretty short topic simple oh Do, yeah yeah you know uh, as you oh, go yeah. about your training you'll know what you need to do yeah just giving you guys a couple of ideas and a couple of tips right and i i think the other thing too though is to be flexible about it and just realize that you know what may work for you now may evolve over time you know because right. you know i've gone through multiple vests and multiple handheld well maybe two or three handhelds you know and you know so it just sort of depends on what you're willing to you know deal with um but again don't be you know don't be afraid of that part you know it, it, it is all part of that experience i think and trial uh, and error trial and error that's exactly right so all right anything else you got i think that's pretty much it for today hey what's your what's your next race do you have one coming Oof. up uh <laughs> i mean we really haven't planned anything other than uh brazos bend 50 miter and then snowdrop that's it yeah oh by the way i think i'm going to do relay i i talked to patty last week and and told her that i, I want to volunteer and do relay at okay Superdrop, which i think is probably a better plan So they're going to put you on a team or you're going to have your own team or what oh no i'm going to try to find a team kind of like i did a couple of years ago where i was like an orphan and you know oh yeah yeah which oh, is cool fun. i mean i think for me to be perfectly honest with you th this works really well for me you know I, I just i don't know i just don't think and I think as far as Brazos goes, I'm probably going to try the marathon because I've never done the marathon. And uh, although I really want to do wild hair 50K, so I have to, that, I know, and it's like a dumb idea. So maybe I'll, I'll do Rocky Raccoon 50K and yeah, do the marathon at Brazos and then uh, hell with Bandera. <laughs> I don't like that. Really. Bandera is such a beautiful place to run. Ugh. beautiful course beautiful race i just don't do very well in the january That's one not my yeah it's just i mean i like i like huntsville state park more so i'd rather beat myself up out there mm. than i would it you know 
Bandera, but anyway. That's... Yeah, I love Bandera. It's a love-hate thing, but I just love it there. It's beautiful. You know, I'm a color volunteer. I mean, that's the great thing about being so close is I can go up there and volunteer. I mean, I volunteered like three or four days up there last time, so mm. it's kind of fun. Maybe know? I'll volunteer for Bandera. You should. And you in have, January. And you have a place to stay, so there you go. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes after Snowdrop. I know. I know. Yeah, you don't want to run Bandera after Snowdrop. Oh no, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's you a no. come up because you got a place to stay, and uh, it'd be fun. It is really fun. I mean, you know, I mean, I was trying to figure out how to, you know, cook up, you know, ramen and or serve ramen and mashed potatoes without like, you know, burning myself. <laughs> 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 it's quite the the technique. <laughs> but um anyway all right hundo well listen thank you so much it's great to see you and talk to you again as always and good to see you and uh we'll see you down the trail sometime all right i hope so i hope so yep all right man i'll talk to you soon all right talk to you later bye bye all right well i hope you enjoyed that episode of paz and hundo uh we'll be back next month uh for another uh you know chat about whatever um meanwhile um things this week were um i i did make my decision to kind of just do the relay at snowdrop probably going to drop to the marathon at (laughs) marathon like it's some big you know blue no big deal um at brazos and uh i'm probably going to do the 25k and wild hair um yeah that's that's at least where my brain is going right this minute and then my goal is hopefully to do the 50K at Rocky Raccoon in February, I think on my birthday. Woo, yay. Um, and I'm going to be as old as dirt once again. Yeah. Anyway, uh, hopefully we won't be having a giant freeze moving in. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. So this week in running was not bad. I mean, I didn't run as much as I'd hoped. Um but I mean, I had a couple of runs earlier this week where it was just like the, the sweat was pouring into my eyes and I was just miserable and I couldn't see. And it was, you know, making my allergies, you know, uh, pretty un, you know, unhappy or my eyes were unhappy because of my allergies. I'm not really sure, uh, (laughs) what it is. It's anyway. Uh, yeah, but today I went out and did six and, uh, started a little late because, um, I got a phone call from my sister and wanted to talk to her. Um, and so I didn't get started until as usual, almost 11. Hey, but I did pull my, uh, hair out of my eyes and I did not have sweat dripping into my face or my eyes. And so that was better. Um, my first mile was actually pretty good. I felt really springy and happy and really didn't want to stop uh the subsequent (laughs) miles eh, a little off and on but um anyway so you know it's going to be like this i mean i'm just trying to adapt and adjust mentally to you know what it doesn't matter as long as you finish and as long as you get stuff done it's fine okay so just deal um yeah so outside of that um oh yeah and oh gosh i'm so excited uh Friday, I fly to Moline, Illinois, and uh, will cross over the bridge of the, I think it's the Mississippi, to Davenport, Iowa, where I've never been before, and um, we'll be staying in Davenport for a couple of nights. And on Saturday night, I am going to see 
my favorite artist, Orville Peck, and at a place called the Raccoon Motel. I forget what it's called. It's something Whiskey Lounge and Raccoon Motel. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But I am I'm on the VIP list. Um, pay a little extra, and uh, I got a couple of at least one gift for him. I'm hoping I can get to him. Um, I'm hoping that maybe I'm staying in the same hotel as he and his band. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. I'm not sure. I just I picked a really cool place um, in Davenport, and uh, it, it's a uh, place called the well. I'm not going to tell you the exact one, but it's a part of the Marriott um, autograph collection, which I've never heard of before, but my sister does travel and she's like, oh my God, those are really great. So the property is like a six minute walk from the venue. So I don't care. I've got my outfit picked out and, uh, and I've got a little gift for him. And I'm hoping that if I don't see him, you know, prior to the show that I'll see him post show. And if not, hopefully somehow, but anyway, uh, yeah, so I know that's not really about running, but I do plan to run when I'm in Davenport, um, because I think there's some sort of, like, river, you know, walk thing going on, and, uh, yeah, so we'll see how that all goes, but, uh, yeah, this is, I'm super excited about this, because, you know, next to the vacation with my family, I think this is probably the, the other big event for me of the year, and, uh, just trying to get back at it, and, um, I'm super, super excited about this. So anyway, that's all I've got for now. I'll see you next time.